crazy and I think most of us review our year in terms of photos, videos, deals you're like okay this is where I went, this is where I met but I wanted to think about my year in a more in-depth way like more than what I did on Snapchat like posting videos and photos or whatever um, I wanted to look at my goals and how I went about achieving them, what worked and what didn't, and what I am going to repeat this year. So, yeah, I'm going to start with talking about what exactly was on my vision board for the year and why I chose those things. Um, so my vision board for 2022 was different from the, to the one in 2021. The one in 2021 was my first vision board ever, but the 2022 one was different because it had... A set of guiding principles. It wasn't like I want this amount of money, I want this, I want, I don't know, to eat healthy, to be fit. It was I want wellness in body, mind, and spirit. Um, I also had I want to feed my soul this year. I want to focus on my goals. Um, I want to make all these things happen. So, yeah, that's how, that's the kind of format it took. And that was different from the other year. Because I had gone for higher targets and forgotten the basics, which is, one of them is like taking care of my own personal well-being, both physical and mental. So I had, had gone out, had made a lot of friends. I had attended so many events. I had pursued fitness as best I could. I had tried out new recipes, healthier ones and whatever, but I think I'd forgotten the very, you know, the most essential things, which is, for instance, looking after your health, making sure that whatever motivates you um, is what you pursue and everything. So, yeah, I also wanted the, a break from how rigid and grand my goals were in 2021. Um, so I did not really plan anything out. Like I didn't have specific goals for each quarter, for instance, because my vision board had visions, you know, it had principles and not quantifiable goals. I did have like to-do lists for, to-do lists, sorry, for instance, recipes I had to try out. Um, I also had monthly plans for a goal like fitness. Um, one thing, for instance, in June and July, I made a timetable um, with very specific workouts for every day, like on Monday, I'd do this, on Tuesday, I'd do this, on Wednesday, maybe I'd rest. Um, I was also aware of annual timelines, like all events, like birthdays, graduations, like when my bills are due, like I was 
So I put all those in my calendar so I did not forget anything important, even though I wasn't very specific with what I was going for. But I did not really plan anything out into quarters. But I also made sure that I added upcoming trips and dates to my calendar so I could track everything. Of course, if you've been doing this a long time, you know it affects like your budget, your other events. So you need to schedule everything properly so that you plan well in advance. And if you know me, you know I am a big planner. So yeah. And as a big planner, obviously I have to just know what, what is happening when I don't miss birthdays. I also buy gifts in advance. I plan for the gifts and make them personalized. So that's the only planning I would say I did. Um, we can also talk about how daily activities affect our yearly plans, like how did changes and life events modify, shape, or refine my year. So I would say... When you're trying to achieve something over the course of such a long time as a year, you need timelines, and I mean daily timelines. So if your goal is going to take a whole year, then split that into months and then weeks, and of course know what you're doing every single day to achieve your monthly goal that then feeds into your annual goal. And the reason I say this is because without timelines, we tend to feel like we have all the time in the world and it's really easy to postpone doing things because you're like okay i hadn't really said that do this by this week so i can also do it next week and if it's a personal project for instance then no one is really holding you to account and you can just like take your time but then this means that the goals that could have taken a month end up taking four months and that happens a lot. So I would say that you do need timelines if you want to maybe just try and not let changes in life events refine and um, reshape your year. Um, so for me, uh, major life events included my friends falling sick. Sometimes I fell sick. Um, and obviously they alter everything when it comes to goals because your time allocation you're spending more time maybe taking care of someone or maybe going to see them or hanging out with them and your mental well-being is affected because you're worried about someone else um <laughs> another thing that you can change things is breakups because you know sometimes that means that you need to reinvent yourself sometimes breakups mean that you have to you know, remove some events, you're not going to some birthdays, then of course you have to create a new sort of social life with new activities other than what you are used to doing. So yeah, they do change things sometimes. And um, breakups or even friends leaving or you deciding that some relationships don't work for you may mean that you have to go it alone without support from close friends. That also happens when your close friends are going through their own life changes. So maybe someone fell sick. Maybe someone traveled. Maybe they changed their goals. So sometimes they may not be there to support you as you achieve yours. And that might mean that you need to do it alone. Um, 
anything that affects your mental well-being will take a toll on your work. I think um, people who maybe had to quit their jobs last year because of their mental health, people who had who probably did not work at their best, you know, understand what I'm talking about. So yeah, um, you need to be aware when you're going into a new year with a new set of goals that not everything is cut and dry, not everything is rigid. However, telling yourself that you need to do this by this time means that even if you'll be delayed a bit, maybe because you had to take care of someone or you got sick, you will still stay on track. External opportunities can also alter your goal achievement because they take away your focus. So last year, I had the opportunity to participate in an entrepreneurship, I don't want to say academy, but yeah, there was a conference, a couple of tests, and I was quite involved in that. And that meant that because in my head I was putting my work into that opportunity, I was sort of putting my goals in the back burner. And I realized this one day because there was a time we had to attend a conference for the whole process and I remember just feeling like I wish I was asleep or I wish I was watching Netflix as opposed to attending this conference and that's what told me that I wasn't really in the right mental space to give maybe nine months of my life into that program. So yeah, external opportunities take away your focus. So what you want to do is make sure that the external opportunities you go for are things that are aligned with your goals. And you need to constantly remember your priorities so that you stay on track. Um, one way you can do this is just whatever comes your way, whatever someone is like, you know, I saw this and I thought you'd be perfect for it. Just look at what you wanted first. See whether it fits. If it doesn't, then you can just say bye to it. Um, I sort of did that this year because... I was accepted for a summer school program in Ghana. And then I thought about it and I was like, I'd rather not do this for a month. I'd rather, for instance, go on exchange for six weeks. So knowing that made it very easy for me to make the choice of, I'm not going to pursue this opportunity any further. So yeah, always whatever comes in your direction, the thing is that opportunities are always going to be there. So make sure that whatever you're looking at at the moment is not something that takes your focus away from your goals or requires you to put in so much work that your goals will have to be. Because again, I tend to think that before we get very, very involved in our careers and before maybe um corporate responsibilities take up our time our time then it's time this is when you're supposed to be exploring your own personal goals as early as possible so that you have laid down the groundwork and as the years go by you're just adding on to that yeah that's a personal opinion maybe for you it would be different maybe for you you want to do this corporate thing as early as possible maybe retire <laughs> When you're young, so yeah. Again, priorities and those ones are personal. 
um if i could do a basic summary of how the year went and maybe some favorite goal months i would say that the year started with a really deep need for rest or a break because i had made 2021 my year of year so i really wasn't saying no to anything i wasn't saying no to invitations to friendships to relationships like i was i was super involved in my life in my social life um I went for everything. So my goals were gradually smaller and more personal. Like I wanted all the recipes that I had wanted to try out in 2021, I wanted to do them in 2022, like around January. That's what I wanted. So I wanted a break, but with tons of self-care and completing goals that I have probably left incomplete for the longest time um then i started going for external opportunities like i talked about the entrepreneurship program and they altered my direction a bit in july august and september i had a profound sense of fulfillment because i had to reprioritize i had to be like okay whatever opportunities you've had whatever relationships you've had whatever friendships you've had you need to come back to yourself um so my goals from that time were feeding my core and my vision for the, for the year um so i had to be like wait what do i like what do i want to do and one of the things i really enjoyed doing in july was preparing for a black tie event and getting all dressed up in a ball gown and then partying afterwards like it was just for me and it was things i really loved doing and um getting dressed up for myself or something that i had wanted to do for a long time so you know that really felt good because my goals were feeding my core and my vision for the year so i think those are the most enjoyable goals to pursue whenever whatever you are in life when your goals feed who you are at the core and what you want for yourself without you having to sacrifice anything yeah um i would also say september to january were amazing because i fell in touch with my goals and i achieved a lot of them um i'm going to give an example of september september one of the things i wanted to do was reconnect with the friends i hadn't linked up with in a minute and try out new places to eat so that's what i was doing with them maybe we'd leave uh, we'd go somewhere on a sunday and watch formula 1 while having you know indian and you know that is me achieving multiple goals at the same time you know i'm hanging out with a friend i'm doing something i enjoy doing and i'm trying out new food so a lot of my goals in september to january were achieved and yeah it really focusing on myself and then putting in the work really paid off. So that's something I'm also going to underscore you have to put in the work. You have to you have to be like okay, today I'm getting up. I'm going to have breakfast. Maybe get a glass of water, sit down with my laptop and work on this this and this. So the more time you put into achieving your goals, the more you achieve your goals and it feels amazing like very little 
can very few things can beat that feeling of I woke up, I worked on it, and it went the way I wanted it to go. So yeah, I also watched a lot of vlogs with influencers who fall within my demographic. Um, my inspiration tends to be people like Beyonce, Chloe, black women, but there's something about black women who are doing the thing in your own country. You know, not just African black women, women but Kenyan black women. Um, so I was primarily watching Joanna Kay, Natalie Tewa, and I loved how they were going about their lives as independent entrepreneurial women um, who face setbacks but they keep pushing. There was this day I was working from home and then I was feeling so sluggish. So something that should have taken me maybe an hour to do took me like four hours. And I remember just wondering, like, does anyone else go through this? And weirdly enough, Joanna Kay had a vlog on the same thing. And she was saying, <laughs> there's a reason they call they call it work, not vacation. Like, there's a reason it's work and not vacation. And, yeah, she was like, some days are going to be really bad. Some days are going to be fun. But you're meant to stay put and just keep going. So, that was incredible. That helped me focus even on days I didn't feel like doing anything. And yeah, so I was even actually just became obsessed with feeding from people who understand your struggle, people who are in your own country, people who've achieved success within your own country, and they can easily tell you what to do and what not to do. One of the most interesting things I saw Joanna Kay say in an interview was start, okay, think big, but start small. So I think she was talking about her business. And if you've listened to how she started her makeup line, you know she wanted to do big, big things at the very beginning because that's what everyone else was doing. She was looking at Kylie Cosmetics. She was looking at, you know, big brands like MAC. But then she was like, I'm working with a budget that's just a fraction of what they're working with. So I will start where I am and keep growing from that. So that was some of the best advice I've ever seen. Um, and yeah, basically just making sure that this is a kind of content I was consuming as opposed to, um, I don't want to say movies, but just content from people who are from other cultures and probably do not understand what you're going through that may not motivate you or feed you as much as you need um yeah so i would say that my favorite months are definitely september October, november because i was really feeding my soul so now that the year is done how did we do I'd say that we grew in terms of, like, for instance, adding timelines to my goals is not something I would say I did very well in 2021. I think I was clear on important dates, but I did not have like, limits to time. Like, sorry, like, like, for instance, I'm supposed to do this by this time, or I'm supposed to start this at this time. So I started doing that, especially the last four months of last year, and that really helped. I would say that waking up and actually sitting down to work on stuff, like I said, is really what you want with your goals. Like, 
it means that you will spend a lot less time wondering, oh, is this possible? Or wait, I could do this another way instead of this way. And the less you're thinking about those things, the more time you're spending actually working on your goals, the faster you get there. So with timelines and work, then you're setting yourself up for success. Um, yeah, for example, I wanted to do something different with my career. And I knew that I had to start by researching which kind of jobs I want, um, how to prepare myself for the job market, um, how to maybe navigate a few conflicts at work here and there. There's something called managing up, which is where you try to understand what your immediate supervisor is like how they work, how they operate, so that you can fit into that and be a better employee. So one of the things I did with that is I took a course on Google Primer, on career and even business. And so that really helped. So yeah, you should just set timelines and say, this is what I'm going to do at this time. So for me, I needed to do all those things around October so that I prepare myself for my job applications and you know, actually get them done. So setting goals from December, I would actually say working on your goals from as early as September is what you want to do with your New Year resolutions. It is much easier to continue something that's already in place as opposed to starting afresh. So that's something I learned. Um, I have seen that I have been more successful whenever I know what I, am, what I want to do the next year by maybe even September, by October, and I'm already beginning to understand what it will take for me to get there. Maybe if I need more time, if I need to put in resources, if I need to learn new skills, doing that allows me to start January when I've already hit the ground running. So I'm not starting from scratch and it doesn't feel overwhelming, it just feels like a continuation. So I'd say that is something really good I did at the end of 2022. Um, I think there was also stress about my goals because I wanted to achieve them really badly and sometimes when you realize just how much it takes to make your vision come alive, it's not something you're necessarily prepared for at the beginning. So, for instance, if it's an event, event planning for those who've done it is stressful, especially the last week. And communication, follow-up, all those things are very important. So, when you want to achieve something in a very perfect way, in a very specific way, then it means that you're more stressed about the outcome and making it happen. So, I'd say... Um, my advice here is to work with a good team and I don't just mean the people you're planning with but the people you're communicating with outside that team, the people who are making things happen for you outside, those ones are going to play a very key role in your success. So yeah, instead of being stressed, make sure you work with reliable people and whenever your instinct is like, I, the way this person is working, I don't think it will work out, then just listen to your instinct. There's a reason saying that. I would also say delegating is amazing. 
if you can have someone do something on your behalf towards something that is working towards you achieving your goals, then you're better off. Because trying to take on everything alone tends to be very, very stressful. Yeah. So always delegate whenever you can. There's moments when I have delegated, when I have said, can you do this for me? When I have told someone, you do this, then I'll do this, like we split work, then it has made achieving my goals much, much easier. Um, sometimes achieving your goals means you say no to other things, like parties and sleepovers. So one interesting thing that happened last year was around December, um, there was one week where I had multiple events to attend. Some of them I was taking part in. And the thing with a week like that is that you have to run errands like getting your nails done, getting your hair done, different outfit changes. So I realized that sometimes you have to give up partying till late or maybe sleeping over at a friend's because you know all your things are at your place, you know, and you need to go back there and get them the next day. Um, sometimes it also means you won't get enough sleep, especially if a lot of events are happening at the same time or within the, the same, you know, couple of days. It means that sometimes you will, you know, go to bed late, have to wake up early to go get maybe your hair done, and that's a sacrifice you have to make if you want to show up in a certain way, yeah? So if you want your hair to look a certain way, if you like to do your makeup, then you just have to wake up early, get your makeup done in time, get your hair done in time, get your out outfit changed, you know, shower and whatever. So yeah, sometimes it means you're not getting enough sleep and you look like a panda. My biggest lesson was that the difference between one level of achievement and another is simply mental refinement. Um, when you look at moments where you've wanted to move from one level of achievement to the next, you will realize that the only thing that changed is your mental capabilities. So either you learned a new skill and you were able to implement it, or you got over a fear that you had and you were able to move past that fear and then do something great or what else maybe you did not believe that you could say achieve certain things but you went ahead and pushed yourself beyond those limiting beliefs and you were able to achieve that thing so yeah the only difference between one thing and the other is mental refinement um, another maybe casual example I can give is maybe you love your hair but you've only been trying certain hairstyles or you didn't think you could pull off certain looks um, you've always wondered oh my god where do people get the time to try out these new hairstyles but all you, all you needed to do is go on Pinterest you know see a couple of cute styles Figure out what kind of hair they're using. Um, ask your hairdresser to try out that thing. So basically all you did was move past the mentality of, OMG, this looks so complicated. I don't think I could ever figure it out. To wait, let me just go out there and learn and see what's available and then see if I can do it. So yeah, usually that's the only difference. 
um, between what where you are right now and where you want to be. It's just a mindset change. And sometimes that may mean going out to seek more information. Sometimes it may mean asking for help. Sometimes it may mean getting over a fear you have. Sometimes it may mean killing a bad habit you have. Like maybe you spend too much time on social media. Um, so you maybe have to reduce the time you spend on the screen and spend it doing something else. Sometimes it means you haven't learned how to put timelines to your goals. So your goals are there and you know what to do, but you're in no hurry to do them. There's no sense of urgency because there are no timelines to your goals. But when you set the timelines, then you start to achieve them because you sit down and put in the work. So yeah, I'd say that the only difference between one level of achievement and the next is mental refinement. Um, yeah, so to recap, 2022 started with just guiding principles, not a clear vision board. But over the year, I learned how to make my dreams come true by putting timelines, how to take care of myself, how to pursue things that fit my core and give and say yes to opportunities that give back to my goals as opposed to those that distract me or take time away from my goals. That's kind of like the recap of the year. And I also learned this, and it's a big one. Create your new year resolutions when the other year is ending. Do it in September, October, November, December of the previous year so that when the new year starts, you hit the ground running. And the key takeaway from this podcast would be you're just one mindset change away from achieving your next goal. So think about this when you want to move forward with a plan you've had in the works for a long time. If it's information you need, go out there and get it. If it's more time you need to put in, figure out where you're taking time away from. Prioritize, decide this is what I want more than I want this, and so I'll give this more time. The more you do that, the more you're likely to achieve your goals. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Um, if you want to, you can share, you know, what you've learned from this. You can also tell me about your year, what maybe distracted you from your goals. Like I had mentioned, life events happen and sometimes they take you away from your goals and it takes some time for you to come back. And then you can also talk about how you want to maybe live out the next few months of your life, how you want to put in timelines to your goal, what you want to achieve. Yeah, you can do that. And then I'll see you on the next podcast and bye.